Hello. Hello. It's only the Ray Peacock podcast all on again. Wow. Hello. Hello. I'm Ray Peacock. Hello. I am here joined today by a very special guest, little Roger James, who used to be on EastEnders, but then he ruined it all. Yes. Hello. Hello, Roger. Hello. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, thank Ray. Thank God for that. What? I'm also here with Big Fat Ed Campbell. Hello. Hello, Fat, Fat, Fat. Yeah, yeah, Fat, get it. Fat. Yeah, yeah get it. Fat. Yeah. Well, Big no, Fat Man. Everyone knows this now, so you can stop Big saying fat. it. Big Fat. Yeah. You're Fat. Right, okay. Fat, yeah. Fat, Fat, Fat. Good. But never mind just talking about you being fat Ed all the time. Okay. Because we are here to commemorate a very special occasion, aren't we? Yes, we are. So, without further ado... Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Raji. Bye, Campbells. What? Blow <laughs> your candles out on your birthday Buster's cake. Uh, there isn't a cake. Look, I made, made it into the shape of Buster's your cake. Look, that's uh, right. Right, yeah, yeah, wish him now. Do you wish him? Have you done a wish? Right, done a wish. Thank what you. is your wish? No, I can't tell you what my wish is because then, because then it won't come true. Mm-hmm. It won't come true anyway. It's you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you wish come true? What do you mean? Unless you've wished for eviction. <laughs> no, I haven't wished. Have you that. wished to become bankrupt? No. I <laughs> Have you wished to never see your children again? No. That's... Have you wished to be banished from the acting profession from now onwards? <laughs> no, I haven't. Well, then I can't see it coming true anyway, then, no. Roger. Well, actually, no. I, I was wishing to do the thing I heard on the radio, which is about I'm going to wish <laughs> to go to Australia and live and, and work there. Well, we'll do the podcast. Why don't you just go to Australia then? You don't need to wish for it, do you? That's a good point, actually, Roger. You just get a credit card and put it on that. What do you mean? Go and live there. You could just do it. You know how to decisions work you don't just cross your fingers and hope for the best <laughs> no but you, you no because there was a thing on the radio about this expo thing which I'm going to go to and it's where you get to meet potential employers and stuff who, and as long as you're under 45 you can go along and meet people and then they say oh, what, yes, sorry? To us, a what? what is it an expo thing an expo okay are you sure they won't say an xbox <laughs> And you, and you just got so excited you switched it off before they said the X bit. No, no, it's an expo because it's a. Uh, Come on, with an X bot. Oh, I'm that. No. I would like to go to Australia, thank you. It never mentioned Australia in the whole fucking thing, did it? Yes, it did. And Are you a Maori or not? No, and it's at Earl's Court, so I'm going to go there next week. Oh, do you want day can we dress up as a Maori? Not in a racist way. What? No. Why? Because I'm not a Maori. A Maori's on New Zealanders anyway. Oh yeah, well that will do then. Yeah, fine. No. It's alright, that's done. What are the Australian ones? Aborigines? Yeah, abor- oh, are you an Aboriginal? Well, you can't like an Aboriginal or not. No, you cannot. Why not? No, because they're, they're different type of people. They're different people. <gasps> I'm not a... That's offensive. Raji. We are all the same underneath you, racist Raji. Racist, dirty Raji being racist. Our DNA is individual, so therefore we're not all the same on the inside. Well, then everybody is a different people. Well, exactly. Well, no, but you were saying they are different people. But they are different people. No, you're being racist. Don't try and backtrack now. No, they are. Make an apology. Do an apology. No. I didn't say that at all. I just said they are different. You said you don't trust them. I did not say that, definitely. You, you, said said you said they're responsible for most car crime. I did not say that either. You, you are known for it, for not liking ethnic minorities. <laughs> what am I known for? You are for known it? for it, Raji. I'll, I'll stop it now. That's what you said when they all started coming to this country. Who said what? Oh, my God! <laughs> you stood at the train station at Heathrow Airport and said, right, stop it now. That is enough, thank you. Train station? Look, You're Enoch Powell. <laughs> you used to live on Enoch Powell's shoulder. I wasn't even alive then. <laughs> you were Enoch Powell's parrot, Raji. Everybody knows that. <laughs> What's the podcast about today? And Enoch Powell's parrot was worse than Enoch Powell. Everybody knows that as well. Right. What is the podcast about? I'm going to tell you now. 
Actually, I've had an idea for this podcast. What? Because it is your birthday, I thought what we could do in this one yeah. is we could make fun of Raji. <laughs> okay, you know, I keep saying how stupid yeah, Raji is, make fun of him in that for 40 minutes. That's very inventive. That's good, and we'll do it as a two-parter. Okay. So we'll do it next week as well. And Actually, we... let's do it as a 15 Yeah, part. okay. <laughs> as opposed to what you normally do, which is... Yes. Right. <laughs> so, here's what's coming up on today's show. Our regular sections, as always, we've got Raji's autobiography, hey. chapter oh. two. Uh, we've also got a new section, Raji's problem page. Hey. Oh yes, because I thought all we could do is have a new section every week. Are you going to let me do that? Yeah, Raji's. Oh, problem page you're so again. excited about it. I am because I think I'll be really good at that. We have got Raji's birthday present. Hey. What's that? Me and Ed have done your birthday present. We spent ages on it. I mean, literally, when when you get it, you'll think. What, this must have took you ten minutes tops. But we spent a long, long time yeah, on it. Try four hours. Wow. And you'll be very grateful for it, I imagine. We've got Roger's career news as well coming up. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Is that all in already? Yeah, that's already. I've got that down Ed. here. Yeah. Okay. Also, we've got uh, our regular feature, Richard Wankar. Hey, I've done a lot of preparation for that. You started referring to him as RTW. RTW, week, yeah. Which sure. I prefer. Sure, so do I. So do yeah, I. Richard the Wanker. So you're sticking with that as a section? It's right? the only way to be with Richard the Wanker. Yeah. But, but RTW is going to become a regular section. Yeah. yeah. We are seriously, every week, going to be discussing the, the, the exploits of a man who masturbates. You should have said the masturbatory habits of a 58-year-old man. That's good. That oh! Could, that would have been a better way. That can be what Richard the Wanker's autobiography is called. Unless it comes out next year. And then it'll be 59. 59, of course. Right. Now it's time for our regular section every week, Richard the Wanker. Yay. You may recall last week we told you about Richard the Wanker, who is a... 58-year-old man who masturbates on the internet. Me and Ed love him. Yeah. think he's well good. Brilliant. He has taken over in all my top friends. <laughs> he's fantastic and amazing and brilliant. And Ed has been charged with um, basically writing down and logging every week what Richard the Wanker is up to for Raji, who is scared of it. Yeah. I'm not scared of it. I just You're scared of a 58-year-old man's penis. You're scared of watching him masturbate, Raji. So. I just have no interest in watching it, that's all. Right. You ready, Ed? Yeah, I'm ready. What happened uh, this week in your rich? Well, I should tell you, by the way, there's hundreds of these on the internet already, so let's just pick them at random. Yeah. Right. Um, this one, I'm sort of, uh, I'm doing a sort of an introductory one for the listener. Okay. Because um, it's quite a novelty one. Okay. Nice. Um, Am I familiar with this one? Um, you are very familiar with okay, this one. I believe okay. this is one, maybe one of your favourites. I'm not sure. Oh well, then I know. Uh, yeah. This is this is RTW. It's. Um, I'll just sum it up quite yep, quickly. Yep. He wanks onto a Kit Kat and eats yep, it. Yeah. It's one of my favourites. Right. <laughs> He he, 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 he wanks onto a Kit Kat and eats it. Eats the Kit Kat <laughs> after yeah. wanking on it. After wanking on it, that's very important. It was requested. It was requested by Dean from Cyprus. Yeah. Um, so it's an odd name from, for someone from Cyprus. No, but what I, what I think is I, I really like Richard for doing this. He's just giving a big shout out to all the expats, which is pretty good of him, I think. He's, and he's now massive in Iron Apple, Roger. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, basically, yeah, he gets a Kit Kat. He's looking forward to it. Oh, very much so. Because, right. um, quote, oh, I love chocolate. I love chocolate, mate. <laughs> There's a great bit where he's preparing it. He goes, do you know what? I tell you, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this because I, I, I love chocolate, mate. I, I love it. Yeah, so he gets the Kit Kat. Right. Puts it right up close to the camera, okay. which would be a lovely viral advert for Nestle, wouldn't it, Roger? I'm, I'm surprised they haven't used it yet. I can't um, imagine they're well, using this. In case they do want to use it, yeah. I've come up with some slogans. <laughs> Um, my first one is have a spunk have a Kit Kat that's nice Uh, the second one is now wanking only takes two fingers fantastic yeah very good Uh, Uh, wait for the money shot right wait for wait for the money shot oh nice and why get Nestlade wank along with Richard yeah okay wank along with me that's what Nestlade mean Nestlade because it's made by Nestlade why get Nestlade oh I see and he gets it all out sort of camera angle changes you just see a Kit Kat on a glass table (laughs) 
<laughs> and I don't know where he gets his cloth table from because he maintains in some of them that he's always on his in a hotel. Yeah, but there's always the same glass table in the room. What are you doing? Why are you on your phone, Roger? What? You yeah. said for me to give you a call at three minutes. <laughs> you fucking you. What? I, I'm not. I, I'm. We've gone past I'm three minutes. I'm fucking speechless. What? Because I, I, okay, it's three minutes twenty. I was a bit late. I'm fucking speechless. But you said... You absolute fucking idiot. Why? I said, tell me when we're three minutes into the section. You said, give me a call at three minutes. Because I want to cut the section at five minutes. Yeah. Look, give me a, Not fucking phone me up! <laughs> well, I was going to text you. You fucking idiot! I mean, <laughs> just wave or something. Or hold three fingers. Not turn your phone on and text me. Oh. Turn it off. Um, yeah. I've got that. Okay. Jesus, what? Oh, Sorry, yeah. back to Richard the Monk. <laughs> Right, so Richard the Wanker pops his King Cat. <laughs> what I thought was right, do you think he maybe tried out lots of different chocolate bars and there's loads of lost tapes? <laughs> and what, whatever hotel he was in had a very empty vending machine that night. <laughs> oh, so he wasn't asked to specifically do now, is I'm going to wank onto a Mars. <laughs> I'd like to see him do it on a curly whirly. Yeah, so they're all dripping through the middle. Yeah. That is disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. So he pops King Cat so he puts his kick out now and all um, actually if it was a total roll it'd look like it, once he'd finished it'd look like the, the snow-capped mountains wouldn't it which is what a total roll is isn't yeah, it? it's mountain right. range you're right Roger right, yeah well you're right. oh god <laughs> he has a nice little wank anyway we don't really need to go into details there he always enjoys that oh, yeah. I'm such a, such a wank and sort of masturbator um, tossing off I love tossing off Roger the inevitable happens right not that he falls over and breaks his face like you do when you have a wank <laughs> I've never done that. Juice comes out the end of his ding-dong. Right. And <laughs> the thing is... I'll tell you what, it's fucking impressive. He's Genuinely he impressive. He is a brilliant aim. What do you mean? He's like fucking Jockey Wilson. He's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. He's incredible. He could take a wasp off your head at 20 feet. <laughs> his aim is fucking he amazing. Could, he could pipe icing with it, right? <laughs> Genuinely. Seriously, he got that cum right down the gully of the kick. Right down the middle. Right down the gully. Between the two fingers. If I, if I couldn't see a, cu- uh, a cock, right, I could have sworn he was doing some brilliant grouting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. By the end of it, it looked like a snowy hot dog on malt bread. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, that happens. He gets stuck in pretty much straight away. Straight away. No airs and graces, no knife and fork or anything. Straight in his mouth. He was asked to eat. He does actually eat it. Yeah. Yeah. But when he eats it up, a bit drops off the end. Um, So what he does is he just gets a bit of Kit Kat and just dips it in and eats it. He dips it in. And honestly, you'd think he'd just been served up by Gordon Ramsay because he sits there going, Oh, that... Mmm, oh, that is nice. Oh, that arm. So that's Richard the Bank. What was, the, what was it called? Do you remember? Look, the video? Yeah. Um, let's call it Spunky Kit Kat. It was sort of like, comes over some chocolate. Yeah. If you want to go and look it up on UV2, or as Richard the Bank calls it, U... View... View... Two. Lovely. A bit more Richard the Bank next week. Did you enjoy that, Margie? Uh, no, if, uh, yes, no, I, don't, I really don't know. Ed has to get up really early in the morning for his job. Some days he gets up early and he has to. What time do you get up? <laughs> I get up at 4.45am. Yeah. Do you? Well, yeah. one day, one day last week. Yeah. <laughs> he got up even earlier than that. I got up at half one. Why? Because I just woke up early and I assumed it was the time to get up. So I just got up and got in the shower. Oh. And your mum came through. Did your you actually leave? She shouted at me and went, It's half one in the morning, go back to bed. <laughs> Which is actually really nice. I love, that. I love the idea of you being a lumbering guy. <laughs> oh, I'm awake, it must be the morning time. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, but to be fair, to be fair, that's easily done. I did that once. Right. I was doing it at work, 
and uh, I think the call was something like, well, I've been going in at roughly the same day each day, so about seven o'clock I'd get there normally. <laughs> and for some reason I got up one day and it was four o'clock and I did, just didn't even notice the clock and stuff. <laughs> and I got dressed and I got in the car and I was going to pick someone else up on the way and I got to their house and knocked on the door and it was like, took ages to answer and then they came to the door and they were like Raj what are you doing and I was like we've got to go because the thing is on the way in the car I had a digital clock thing in the car and in the car I'd looked at for some reason my brain had only registered the minutes (laughs) you see and I was getting towards my friend's house who I was going to pick up and it said 22 and I was thinking God you know I'm normally here by half past there you go you've got to wait with this section this section started me making fun of Ed I'm going, ha ha, Ed got up and had a shower, and then his mum said, oh, go back to bed, and he did. Ha ha, isn't Ed stupid? But then Roger goes, I wanted that once, and then he got fucking driving all the way to work. Yeah. (laughs) Once more, you become the retard. But I didn't get to work, though. The plus point was, well, it's not really a plus point, because they were annoyed at me. Oh, you beat the system, didn't you? (laughs) But I stayed at my friend's house for an hour and had a coffee. Yeah. Which was nice. Didn't normally get to do that. Only only Raji, only Raji would pretend, only Raji would pretend, that he got up too early by accident and then he looked at the minutes in his car in order to have a social life. <laughs> oh, am I early? Oh, well, I shall... Can I come in and play book and room and have a coffee or not? <laughs> it's everybody's favourite section. Which one? Have you series? Raj, you done a wee. <laughs> what wee are you going to done for us this week? Thanks. No, I'm not doing a wee. <laughs> I was thinking you know, about you done a wee. Um, oh, by the way, Ed's friend, or someone on his Facebook, really, yeah. did, did you a poem, didn't they? Yeah, did a little haiku. What's it again? A haiku is like, it's a, I think I'm right in saying it's a Japanese poem with a specific amount of syllables It's in three it. lines Three long. lines, yeah. And the haiku, this was from... Fifteen syllables, isn't it? That's come from memory somewhere. Well, we'll find out. You can count them if you want, Raji. It's from uh, Murray James. And where's Murray James at? Um, Newcastle University. Newcastle. Uh, and this is his haiku for Raji. Pissing in a cup, a stream of hot yellow wee. Record my sound, boy. Yay! Oh, it's brilliant. It's nice, isn't it? Excellent. Did you count the syllables, Raji? No, it's too fast. worry. <laughs> you can listen back to it on your iPod. What I did want to do, Raji, yeah. by the way, is one week I would like you to record all your wees. I don't mean sound record them, <laughs> although that would be quite nice. Yeah. I mean, actually, we're going to give you a little book. <laughs> and you've got to record every wee that you have. Why? Um, Just so we can find out the following week how many wees you've done. And maybe little sections on how desperate you were. Yep. And uh, how many drinks you think caused it. How long okay. you'd waited to do it. Yeah. Right. Whether you really needed one or were just having one as a preemptive wee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do actually use that as, as um, a thing if I have to get up early in the morning. You're already looking at me funny. <laughs> what? How can I not, Roger? This, this is weird because I was actually thinking about this last night. Sometimes, if, I've, if, I'm, if I know, like, for instance, if I've got a club night... Oh my God, and I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking. I don't no, know if I've got go. a late night and I've also yeah. know I've got an early morning, yeah. then I'll deliberately go to bed having not had a wee because I know that needing a wee is what will wake me up. Have you heard of alarm clocks? Yeah, they're pretty cheap. I'll buy one for your next birthday. Yeah, but I sometimes <laughs> just turn them off and forget. God almighty. He wakes himself up with his own motions. <laughs> Um, no, the section we're doing now is Raji's autobiography. Oh, yes. yes brilliant. Um, we're at Raji's house now, and I've just found some more of it. Oh, good. That's very interesting. In his own handwriting, he definitely wrote it. Uh, do we have a title for it yet? Well, we've had some entries for the competition. Good. Uh, I'm not going to read them all out because some of them are shit. <laughs> Um, but the entries that I chose uh, were, we had one from Murray Hamilton. Another Murray. Yeah. Very Murray heavy this week's Quite show. Very heavy. Um, now, he, now, he actually made a, a cover for your book. Right. Which is fucking brilliant, in fairness. Uh, he's called it The Bellender. 
the what? The bell ender. And the bell is written like the bill. The icon of the oh, bell. Oh, I see, right. And okay. ender, like the end of end of EastEnders. Yeah. And he's put them together. The bell ender. Right. And it says, Raj, your name's up the left-hand side. Yeah. The bell ender, your autobiography. Yeah. And the lovely picture of you um, in the middle. <laughs> Black and white picture of you when you're in the bill. You're very, very good. Have you got it where? Um, it's yeah. Just, actually, look on that. Look, on, that, that, look on the right screen. On your right Hold screen. Hold on. That's not me. No, that is definitely you. Yeah. No, that's Jimmy Mystery. <laughs> same thing. Roger. That's a publicity shot of Jimmy Mystery. It's the same thing. Uh, also, Darren Ladd um, came up with Raji done a book, <laughs> which is a nice one. Yeah. Like okay. that one. Uh, Digby came up with uh, Little Roger James, who used to have a career but ruined it. Oh, oh poor Roger. I don't like Digby. Shut up. <laughs> and uh, Sally, as well, came up with a cock. Which is not a very nice one. Yeah, well done, Sally. So, um, they're all in the running. They were just four. You are all in the running for the end of the series prize over Raj. You coming around your house to live. <laughs> I thought you said the prize was the audio book. Well, we're going to put a prize to it every week. Oh, so the prize to it is the audio book, which you're going to record. Oh, right. And also from this week, you have got signed lyrics. Yeah. From from a song that me and Ed done. Oh, okay. You'll find out about it. Right. Um, so, you ready? Okay. Chapter two of the Raji James autobiography. Now, if you recall, we left you, Raji, when you written your chapter one. You'd just arrived back at London Airport on the train from Africa <laughs> um, and enrolled after being kidnapped by evil Papa Raji. Right. But your mum had come and saved you to get a co-op stamps book for uh, to buy a soda stream. <laughs> um, and you decided you were going to become well famous up and you enrolled at the famous Anna Share Theatre School for Children oh, even yeah. though you were about 27 at that point. Right. <laughs> so, chapter two. My first ten years at the Anna Share Theatre School for Children were spent hiding as I technically wasn't really supposed to be there as I hadn't actually applied for it let alone been accepted. <laughs> I lived in a cupboard for quite a while, oh, which had a little ventilation shaft in it where I could hear the lessons all done being done up by my classmates. So that's how I'd done learning. <laughs> I would sing along to all the songs, and I was soon asked to be in S Club 7 as Bradley. <laughs> what? We'd done loads of concerts, and I made almost £14, which was a lot of money once. My best bit was when we was on Live Aid or something. <laughs> However, all good things must come to an end. And also, S Club 7 must as well. <laughs> We've done a splitting up, and I had major Stephen Fry depression for ten years. It's everything in ten year block. I remember that I was sitting in my cupboard back at the Anna Share School, doing lots of crying, when there was a knock on the door. Ooh. Come in, I said. Okay, said the voice on the other side. The door wiggled a little bit, but didn't open. <laughs> you might have to kick the bottom of the door as you pull the handle, I said. <laughs> okay, said the voice again. There was a little bang at the bottom of the door, but it still didn't open. It still won't open, said the voice, which was a woman one. Well spotted, Raji. Hang on, I'll open it from the inside, I said. I got out of my sleeping bag and put on some trousers on. It would have been a bit rude for me to open the door without any trousers on, I thought to myself. I also cleaned my teeth as I had fallen asleep that afternoon and could tell that my breath might be a bit suspect like it sometimes is after I've had a bit of sleep for a bit. <laughs> um, after cleaning my teeth and then listening to the radio for a bit, I remembered that there was somebody at the door. So ten years later, I went to open it. Right, I went and opened it. It was Anna Cher, the woman who was named after the theatre school or it might have been the other way round. <laughs> Hello, Anna Cher, I said. Hello, Bradley, she said. <laughs> Which happened a lot. <laughs> No, my name is Raji in real life, I said. Oh, yes, sorry, said Anna Cher. That's okay, Anna Cher, I said. Then we had a conversation about something. <laughs> you may know 
The Anishare Theatre School is well known for being the place where loads of people off of EastEnders went. And sure enough, I will be in EastEnders in one of the later chapters, providing <laughs> that my electricity geek card doesn't run out. Save is on my disc. Well, <laughs> well, anyway, another programme where all the people from Anishare School, which I definitely went to, would go on, was a programme called Grange Hill, and was about a school or something. <laughs> Anishare asked me if I would like to go on it to play Benny Green. <laughs> was a child and good at football. <laughs> do fish swim, I said to Anna Cher. You do say that, Roger, don't you? I have said that. Yes, said Anna Cher. <laughs> they have to or they will die. <laughs> then that is what I mean, I said. I will be on Grange Hill or I will die. <laughs> <laughs> Grange Hill was world famous in the olden days and was probably best known as the place where Mark Fowler first got on the telly. <laughs> it was probably where he got his blooming aids as well. <laughs> Let me tell you, given all the kissing and drugs that would go on behind the scenes, not with me though. I was a main character in it for a few series, but was hardly in series four, except briefly walking past the camera sometimes and saying, flipping neck. I think it was because my balls dropped, or at least one of them did. I enjoyed my time on it, and it was, of course, when I first met Ed Gamble, who, of course, played Roland Browning. Oh, God! <laughs> The DVD of Grangehill is out now, and it has a PG certificate, even though Trishy Yates calls me a nignog in one episode. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> true, that. But don't get confused if you look for my name on the credits, as I used one of my stage names to play Benny Green. I was called Terry Sue Pat. <laughs> Other stage names I use sometimes are Jimmy Mystery, Lenny Henry, and Moira Stewart. <laughs> but we will get to them in a later chapter, because my lecky meter is bleeping now. Oh, and Denzel Washington, that's another one. <laughs> there you go, that is the end of chapter two of Raji's brilliant autobiography, what he's doing definitely himself, and I'm not writing it. <laughs> right, good. Uh, so, are you happy with that? Well, like, uh, no. Wait. Sounds good read out, doesn't it? You should definitely yeah. do the audio. Do you think? Book. Yeah, it sounds good read out. You, right. It's brilliant on the page, but I think read out is definitely best one. Well, that's... Me. No, and weirdly, um, similar to last week, uh, they're, they're, you've, you've actually got um, something in there that's, that's quite close to the truth. It's, well, all, it's your autobiography, right? No, but, no, Unless seriously. you've been lying in it like all Rika Johnson did. No, but seriously, because <laughs> when I was younger, there was a, a friend of mine... Do you what? think John Leslie would rape or not? <laughs> Oi, listen, because when I was younger... There was a, a friend of my stepfather's, yeah. and he had a little boy Tommy, and Tommy could never get my name right, and he used to actually call me Bradley. So, like in your little book, there, there was a period of my life where I was called Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, where's my watch? <gasps> it's the hour. We're coming on to the hour, and of course, on the hour, Argy, what do we do? What are you doing now? What do we do on the hour every week? I don't know. What? You did it last week, you bellend. What do we do? Oh, right, Raji Career News. Right, introduce it, please. Uh, here we go with Raji Career no, News. No, do it properly. properly. News, Raji. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's on the hour, at the hour, and it's over to Ed in the studio with Raji James Career News. Actually, can you say with my Career News? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's do it, Don't do it sulky pants. <sighs> do it properly. Ladies and gentlemen, it's on the hour, at the hour, and it's over to Ed Gamble. I don't like how you've added your own little bits into it. Yeah. Just say, it's on the hour, it's time for... Ladies and gentlemen, it's on the hour. Now you come low-key again, come on. <laughs> oh, come on! Ladies and gentlemen, it's on the hour, and it's time right, for Ed Gamble. Here's what I to go. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Raji. <laughs> I live in London. <laughs> it's on the hour. I like football. It's time for my career news. That's how he's doing. Right, so we're merging action, action. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Raji. I live in London. It's on the hour. 
And it's Ed with my career news. Are you happy with that? What do you mean? Now do the outro and say, that was my career news. That was my career news. I like football. (laughs) I like football. Uh, Anyway, it's everybody's favourite section again. What's this now? Well, I was biography. I'm going to read it again. (laughs) Because it was so funny the first time. I don't think we should do it one more time. Why? Anyway, chapter two. No, my first ten years. What? We've done this. <laughs> read it again. Read it again. No, Raj has come up with a new section on his own. Oh, well done, Raj. Hey, Raj's problem page. Oh. He's been trying to do this now for two series. Yeah, <laughs> and we poo pooed it. We recorded one last week, and I just cut it out of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Raji's problem page Dear Raji This is the one that I've got for you Um, I'll tell you where I got this from by the way Uh, This is from uh, Tiskly Lifestyle On the internet Right They have a problem page Okay Their problem page lady Or agony aunt They're sometimes called Is called Anne Nichols Why haven't we got listeners writing in? Because we've never mentioned this section before No one knows about it Raji Right Okay Why would people just write in saying I know you don't normally do this But could Raji solve some of my problems? Well you should should mention the fact that listeners can write in Who the fuck is going to entrust their problems with you? (laughs) So this problem um, It was originally written by Sylvia Okay But I don't think we should give the real name So we'll call her Susan But you just said Sylvia Well no, Susan it is. Okay. <laughs> right. We'll probably do one problem a week. Okay. Less is more. Is it? Yeah. In yeah. what respect? Quality over quantity. Why? <laughs> so, and, so if you were in charge of a rugby team or a football team, yeah. if you got beat 50-0 one week, you'd say, no, we won. We <laughs> won, because you know what you're, not, what you're not considering, referee? Less is more. Less is more. <laughs> no, we got nil. That is as less as you can get. No, obviously... So we that... won it. Please, may I have a cop now, thanks? No, you, you obviously don't... You are a brilliant in-work actor, Roger. You don't, yeah. you don't apply that edict for everything. That's... You should oh. be up for Oscars for doing nothing. Okay. Well done. Get him, give him a BAFTA for his nothing. Let's do the problem then, yeah. Right, okay, so quite easy going to be with. Dear Raji, I've been thinking a lot about life and the purposes of life. This leads me to get depressed and I can't stop listing suicide methods. I have no friends, I'm really ugly, I'm thick as a brick, I'm bad at all my subjects. I just feel so lonely all the time and can't wait to go to university and hopefully make some friends there. But I'm not very good at making friends, and what if I'm lonely there too? I guess I'm just a hopeless case and completely worthless. I seem to feel like I don't even deserve to have a life. I feel as if I'm in a black hole and trapped. Where should I go next? What should I do? Should I commit suicide? And that's from Sylvia, stroke Susan, we're calling her. Right. Just to give you a little help. Yeah, just um, a light one to start off with. And, and Nichols' reply yeah. began with, Please don't kill yourself! <laughs> so, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, see, 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 that's the thing, see, because I don't think Anne hadn't seen enough of life, because otherwise she'd Right, Roger, before you even go any further than this, yeah. um, I think that is sound advice, what she's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it would be. So you can't say, oh, I, I see what Anne Nichols has done wrong here. Yeah, but She's no, told her not to kill herself. She <laughs> should have said, make sure you do kill yourself. What, <laughs> she, what she's done oh, is Amateur. Fallen. So it's textbook, that. Textbook. She, she's fallen for the trap. What she's trap? Fall- because obviously, you see, the way that that's written, there's too many conflicting things in there. Because the, the letter's written as if someone's, oh, I'm depressed, I'm depressed, all this. Go on the internet and she should look up different ways of killing herself and she should research... Roger! Because <laughs> then the reality of it will hit her in the face. 
because she's she's too she's too analytical. The fucking floor will hit her in the face when she dies. No, 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 she won't do it. I'm well, not sure that this is a legitimate reply. No, to no, this. But come on, one minute she says she's going to commit suicide, next minute she's saying, "Oh, and I'm about to go off to university." So if she's planning to go off to university, then she's no, going to she go said, to university. She said she lists suicide methods, yeah. which is a sign of a suicidal person. That's a real one. She says that she doesn't know what to do. Is suicide the answer? From which you, she got from you? Yes. She's joking. It's not even. She Look at you solving the problem here, RG. Look, people who are genuinely gonna commit suicide don't sit around wasting time listing it. You said she, she should go and look at the reality of it. Well, because thing is, on some of these websites, so I've heard. I've not actually looked at any myself. But sort of one of the things is you can see when suicides have gone wrong, <laughs> and you can see the things that happen when people sort of half try. It, no, you know fucking, what I mean? That's a good thing. What? As soon as I go wrong, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, but not well. Sometimes, but you know, sometimes people have ended up like. I don't know what the advice is that you're giving her though. Your advice is check out suicides gone wrong on Bravo, and then when you've done that, look at animals attack magicians. <laughs> if you're feeling a bit down and depressed, why not watch his suicide gone wrong videos? That wasn't funny. That bloke's too long, isn't it? <laughs> He's going to break his legs, isn't he? <laughs> oh, there he goes. That's, oh, that's just more pain. You see, we're not doing this section again. I feel like we're not making especially enough for Roger's oh, birthday. What, yeah, I can't believe it's his 50th birthday and we're not, being, <laughs> we're not being all special about it. 30th. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Roger. Happy birthday to you. How about that? Right. Play candles out. We've done this. <laughs> Make a wish. Yeah, I've done that. We've got your present, Roger. What have you got me? Now, it's a unique present. Okay. It's a special present. Right. It took us a lot of work, as we said. Yeah. I mean, we worked really hard on this, so make sure you are very complimentary about it afterwards. Right. He's really nice, Raji. It is unique, and it is only unique to you. Okay. Which the best presents are. And by the way, can I just check with you? Is it all right, rather than getting you a card, to send you an email or not? Yeah, that's fine. All right, we'll we'll do that then. We'll just send you a number of emails later on. Okay. But yeah, but uh, iTunes is up on the computer. Yeah. Um, so, Raji, are you ready for your present? Yes, go on. Okay, well here it is then. If you could just click play on iTunes, please. This and one all here. shall be revealed. This one here, yeah? Yes. May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please, now, thank you? Will the real little Raji please stand up? I repeat. Will the real little Raji please stand up now, thank you? <laughs> oh, we're going to have a problem here. Please stand up. 
please stand up. Cause I'm little Raji, yes I'm the real Raji. All you other little Rajis are not the real Raji. So won't the real Raji please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Stand up, Raji. Yeah. Right. If you can right. stand up, please. That's it. Good boy. <laughs> I am. Um, Where did we get that? Well, actually, uh, me, and Ed, me and Ed are rapists, man. Yeah, we're rapists. Oh. We've got names, haven't we? Yeah. What's your rapping name? Tell him, Ed. I am Ed Case. Oh, and okay. this is Doctor Ray. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what is it up, Raji or not? Wait. Uh, yeah. West Side, bitch. <laughs> that's. <laughs> you are a motherfucker. So that's uh, <laughs> Raji, you fucking cunt. That's lovely. Thank you. That's like the rappers do, but I'm not being offensive. <laughs> right, I gathered that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. So, Raji, do you like the way we spits our lyrics or not? Or not? What well, you did? What spits our lyrics? Spits our lyrics, Raji. Well, uh, do you know what? I, th- I I liked that so much. I'm I'm going to see if they'll play it at the club next week. Well, do you reckon to it or not? That's lovely. It's, uh, what was the best bit in it? Um, it is a fair point that you're not on telly but little Miss Jocelyn is, isn't it? No, it's a very fair point. It's a fair point. Having seen one of them now, I've, I've... I'm not one for slagging off people. No. You know, contemporaries or comedians. And I don't consider her contemporary. I consider her beneath me. It's, it's slightly on Shit on my shoe, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is an appalling programme. I was going to use the word appalling just then, so there we are. Yes. Would you say it is the worst programme ever made or not? No. I think it makes Titty Bam Bam look good. <laughs> I think well, it is unbelievably appalling. It isn't good. I think it is... I I've got a theory on it, a conspiracy theory. Go on. I think it is to discredit black people in the media. <laughs> I honestly do. It does do a very good job of that. It does do I'm not even joking no. either. I'm actually, I'm actually quite serious. That is my theory. I can't prove it or anything. Yeah, well, it does seem Dreadful. like... Dreadful. It's a poorly conceived concept as well. What's just, the concept of it? Well, just to think that... Hey, let's get a woman with no talent and put some funny teeth on her. <laughs> Well, it's in my of, opinion, you know, no it's, it's kind of do, it's kind of trying to do what goodness gracious me did for the Asian community, which right. is saying, right, sort of owning our own stereotypes. Do people like it or not, though? No, I've not met anyone that no, I've not met a solo no, like no, no, no. I've really not. I don't get it. And do you know what? I did a gig with Jocelyn years and years ago, and she was a fucking good stand-up. Yeah, a really good stand-up. I really, and I, I chat with her afterwards, and I really, really liked her. And then didn't hear anything of it until she did that three non-blonde thing, which I wasn't that keen on. No, um, but I could see the merits of it. Yeah. But that little Miss Jocelyn, I cannot see any merit to it whatsoever. And I don't know whether it's me just not getting it. I don't know whether it's just not aimed at me. But I, I couldn't, well, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it at all. No, well, like I said, I don't, I've, I've spoken to a few people about it, and I don't know anyone. That's got anything positive to I would watch it. Little Miss Raji definitely what kind of Raji do you Nigerian traffic warden now what kind of Raji Raji on Little Miss Raji or not um, well I've, I've got a new I've got a I have, I have a little new character okay do it now I've got this guy that keeps phoning me up yeah. Right, you know you get sale, these sales calls that phone you up. I got right? a sales call the other day. Ed was there. Right. Oh, really? But I, it does turn the air blue. Did you? Yeah, I really did. Well, I've got a new technique with whatever they're advertising, and they always phone and ask for the same name, and it's someone who must be an old number or whatever that that I now have. Roger Stangy. But it's not. No, they ask for Mister Chumbunga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who that is because that's not. Is that your new character or not? No. <laughs> I wanted no, no. Forget. I don't even care what your new character is. It's called Mr. Chumbonga. Well, it could be Mr. Okay. Chumbonga. Well, that's this is the world premiere of Raji James uh, from his program Little Miss Raji doing his famous character <laughs> Mr. Chumbonga in your own time, Raji. Okay. Uh, so uh, right. So phone rings. And then I say hello. Hello. Can I speak to Mr. Chumbonga? <laughs> And I go. This is this is the guy. He's doing it in real life. This is really 
Time phones up and offering me free holidays, <laughs> and they do this whole thing. But would you like to spend four weeks in Dubai, free for your family and everyone? And I go no. And I go why not? Do you not want a free holiday? And I go no because I work for Thomas Cook. You see. So what I do is every time they phone up, it's got a legacy sketch, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it can repeat every week. Yeah. Whatever they, whatever they're advertising, I say I work for a market leader in yeah. that industry. Yeah. It's a brilliant idea, I thought. Fucking hell. Oh, that's amazing, right? Yeah. Well, well, I'm looking forward to watching Little Miss Rides when he's on telly. That'd be good. Because that was better than Miss Little Miss Jocelyn. But fucking hell, I just can't believe he's done the voice. <laughs> so happened. We've been trying to make you do that voice for about two years now. And you did it if you wrote a call. Little Miss Rides. Little Miss Rides. There we go. That's the end of another packed, fun-filled episode of the Radio Got Podcast. Hey, uh, we've got a big announcement for you next week. Um, so I'll tell you what it's going to be, <laughs> but I won't say the exact dates. We are doing live shows. Yeah, we're going to be doing some live shows in the West End of London. So um, you, it'll be the end of the series. What's up, Roger? I'm excited about that. Well, w- I was excited, then I thought, no, Roger has to be on it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's going to be brilliant because then I can get to actually interact with the audience, and then 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 you. That's the bit I'm worried yeah. about. No, because they'll be on my side, and, and then you'll get your comeuppances. Oh, Roger. Uh, we shall see what happens. Uh, but the last five episodes of this series will be live shows. Yeah. Um, so there we go. That's in the, the episode. Uh, it's been a laugh. It's been fun. Have yes. You, have you ruined the big announcement now? Because you've just done it as a small announcement now. Well, no, I've told them what it's going to be, but I'll give you the dates next week. Oh, that's the actual announcement. Yeah. Oh. I'll tell you where it is and Ex- when it is. Oh, actually. excellent. Oh, good. And good. then we will tell you different dates, Roger. Yeah, you'll have definitely have different dates because we don't want you there at all. So there we go. That was another show. All gone, done, dusted. 13 more to go after this. Yeah. How exciting. And hey. five live ones at the end. <laughs> so let's say thank you to Chortle.co.uk for hosting it. Thanks, thank Chortle. Thanks, Chortle. Big enough production. I've been here with Big Fat Ed Gamble. Thank you. And of course, Mr. Chumbongo. <laughs> Thank you. Do the voice, Raji. Do the Chumbongo voice, Raji. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. I'm little Raji, yes, I'm the real Raji. All you other little Rajis are not the real Raji. So won't the real Raji please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Because I'm little Raji, yes, I'm the real Raji. All you other little Rajis are not the real Raji. So won't the real Raji please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Honestly, fat people are great. Fucking, if you go to a nightclub, which I 
um, would hate to do but if I did in a nightclub it's yeah. always the fucking slim toned tanned fucking muscly blokes they're the, always the cunts they're the ones that are always fighting. Just the They're always. the ones that are always bottling people. They're the ones that are always racist. They're the ones that are always fucking causing borrow. They're the ones that are hitting women. And the, <laughs> and the fat men are always the ones in Hawaiian shirts in the corner being fun, thank you. <laughs> and being entertaining and being friendly towards people. They're nicer people. I think fat people are better than thin people. I have two Hawaiian shirts. <laughs>